Welcome to Gym Intense Sports. I'm Lucky, joined by Scotty and Ekman. This is episode two of season two. Also remember, you can be a monthly supporter of our podcast. The link is in the description box below. How are you boys doing tonight? Good. Doing pretty good. Good. Solid. Good. Josh, you feeling better? I'm feeling a little bit better. Still a little good. scratchy throat, but yeah, it definitely was under the weather last week. But no, I'm, I'm getting back to 100%, hopefully. You only have five more sick days, just so you know. So use them right. sparingly. All right. <laughs> yeah. Do I have any like, in... PTO days or anything like that? Or vacation days? No. No. Oh, okay. Right. We don't take no breaks, dog. Right, Except for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So I, oh, anything uh, you guys been ripping this week or what? No, I haven't. The only ripping I did was uh, in your break. On when what was that? Break was that, that Thursday? Was, it? Yeah, was that Thursday? Thursday night, yeah. Yeah, that was a fun break. Yeah, it was think, crazy. What Jared hit uh Juli Rodriguez out of five, and then um the Wander Franco auto out of fifteen, was it? Yeah. So he had <laughs> what's up, Jared there? Uh, yeah, so he pulled the uh Julio Rodriguez one out of five out of the capstone. And he pulled the Wander Franco 1988 Retro Series autograph, and it was um, number to 15. Yeah, those are so, those are nice. The rest of the brand on was top really of good too. everything else. Yeah, yeah, you got that Wade Boggs autograph yeah, mini helmet. Wade, yeah, yeah, which I think I'll probably sell at my next show. I, I think I, I had discussed this a little bit on the last show, but I think what I'm gonna do is probably just I might get out of ripping ships and do um shows only i might i might do that okay. i felt i felt it was i felt it was a little bit easier to sell stuff and um, this way i always have the opportunity to keep whatever cards i rip if i want them for my pc or if i want to sell them and then um i'm pretty much taking the money that i got from the last from this last show and i'm investing it into slabbing up uh, a whole bunch of cards i got a, a couple of i've been going through cards trying to you know check the centering the corners you know all that fun stuff just to kind of see what might go as a 10 and i'm just gonna send probably i think i don't know 20 to 30 cards on my first send off my brother's got a bunch of cards he's gonna send off too and then from there um you know hopefully that'll just get things rolling and i'll just constantly <coughs> be able to uh to slap cards up uh, i saw an interesting video and, and this was actually, I thought this was pretty smart. This guy was talking about his best when it, when it comes to profit and um, the easiest way he, he makes really good money is he takes three, four or $5 cards, sends those in to get graded. And as long as they come back at 10, you know, it, he can sell them for about like $35, $40. So yeah. when he, so what happens is it's like PSA right now. It's if, if you send in the bulk order, it's $19 a card. So let's just say it's a $5 card, right? And so you're into it 19 and it comes back at 10. So you're into it 19 for the grade, $5 if you purchase the card. So you're into it 24. But if you can turn around and sell it for, let's just say 40, right? That's $16 profit. You just turned a $5 card into a $16 card. That makes yeah. sense. Yep. So it, it but that that's the only. The only downside is you just never know what's going to come back at 10. It just, it just seems like the, the grading is so inconsistent that, you know, something comes back at nine, you'd be lucky to break even. 
But yeah. on those, you know, anything that comes back at ten, obviously you're gonna make you're gonna make good money. So yeah. That, so what and what company do you want to go with? I think I'm gonna go with PSA. I I, I want to go with SGC, but it, it just it I don't know. When I was at the show, everyone just was really interested in just PSA slabs. That just seems to be um, what most people were were looking into. So it's just, yeah, as Jared says, the PSA dartboard. That's literally <laughs> how I feel about it. It's very inconsistent, but um, that's just that's kind of what I think I'm going to get into as far as I, I just enjoyed the show atmosphere um, instead of you know ripping the. I don't know. It just it takes a lot of time in in my eyes for ripping ships. It can take a lot of time, and sometimes the profit margin can be kind of slim, as opposed to like at a show, um, you know, you you set your own prices and not have to worry yeah, about it. if you don't right. sell it, you don't you don't sell it. And and most people are willing to to as long as you're like fair priced. Most people buy it for what the price you have out there you get the occasional guys like you know they buy five six seven things and then you know they want to take a few dollars off which is fine but you just you just maybe maybe what you do is like add five dollars to each card you know every card that you're trying to sell as far as like slabs or just like any autos real nice because you know when people come up to me like hey you know can you make a deal i'll just take five dollars off and then i i get it for what i originally wanted yeah. So that's kind of like yeah. my strategy in that. So that's uh, why that's kind of what I. Thing. That's kind of what I do. Um, I'm, I've told you guys here recently in the last month or so, I have uh, I have a flea market site down in Myrtle Beach at, where I have my second house out down there, and um, and it's crazy the flea market world. Like I, I I didn't know what it was all about when I got into it, especially when it comes to sports cards. So we have like a dollar table and pretty much every card you can think of on that table is a dollar, which is still pretty good stuff. Like people go crazy for that stuff. We sell that constantly all day long. But um, where I really do well though, is when I go down uh, for the two weeks, I usually go down during the month. Um, I have my own like little black briefcase, which I have all my good stuff in like good slabs, good raw rookies, whatever it is. And at the flea market, no matter what, it's probably a lot different than a show. But people are coming in there to trying to get deals. It's a flea market, so that's kind of like the mentality behind it. And um, so I always have to price my stuff a couple dollars higher than what I would really want to get out of it. Because even though like when they come in, they want to get a deal, so I'll, I'll try to get them down to where I want to be, and then I'll even maybe even go a little lower. If it's something that I know I can, like I have enough uh, room to move on, I'll even go a little bit lower than what I want to go just to get, get them really happy and have them come back and. It's the one nice thing about, like you said, about a show or a flea market or whatever it is, you, you kind of set what you want to sell yourself for. And if someone comes in and you kind of get that bad vibe that they're just trying to, like, lowball you, then you just kind of tell them, like, no, this is where you're stuck at. Like, you can't move on it, and they go on their way. Yeah, I like the yep. show atmosphere, too. Like, my, my wife was helping me, which, by the way, she's watching on YouTube, so it works. Unlike last week, it didn't work. So she said we look good, so that's all that matters. So... Um, but yeah, she'll help me at the shows. And, you know, like I said last week, it's, it's just kind of hard because I need to train her up on the players because when I walk like 10 feet away to see what other people got, like, yeah. you know, someone comes up talking about, oh yeah, you know, Justin Herbert's going to throw for like 400 yards. And she's like, oh yeah, uh, babe, <laughs> I need help. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, I know what you're saying. People, 
and they come for like the same names every single time. It's like, do you have any Joe Burrow? Do you have any Jamar Chase? Do you have any, you know, all the big names? Like, but I'm yep. like, I got other cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got like Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert or. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> like, okay, but. So yeah. Yeah. Who do you guys got yep. for the um, the Super Bowl? It's the next week. Yeah, Scotty, you must be a little heartbroken right now. I'm assuming. <laughs> I get to talk oh. that game. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess I don't know. I mean, not nothing. Sorry, sorry about your your loss, but I will say I sold like a couple of Trey Lance cards right after that loss, so I was happy. Yeah, and, and I'll and I'll get day. into I'll get into uh, his cards later on. I got a little list of some NFL players I'm gonna suggest buying in the in the mm. off season, but. Um, I think I think it's going to be a good game. the The only thing is, I don't know if I don't know if KC's defense can stop Philadelphia's offense. That's, yeah, I that's, think Philly's defense can stop KC if they if any defense is going to stop someone, it's going to be Philly stopping KC. Yeah, so yep, we'll find out if 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 Patrick Mahomes. It's also going to depend on Patrick Mahomes' ankle if he's like mm. back to a hundred percent because he was really yeah. struggling on on some of those scrambles. Uh, last week, but you know, two week two weeks off can can do wonders for an ankle. So we'll see. I think if Patrick Mahomes is able to be his normal mobile self, um, I think that will give the Eagles uh, some issues because they do have a really good uh, you know defensive line. You know, they led the NFL in sacks. So if if he's not mobile and the Eagles are constantly able to get to him, it is game over. But if he's able to be mobile and move out of the pocket and extend plays and, and go into like that backyard football that Patrick Mahomes does, then I think it's going to be a close game and Kansas City will have a chance. But uh, right now I'm leaning more towards Philadelphia about like about 55-45 is, is what I got right now. Does anybody know the line of the game? Uh, like what the, who, I'm assuming – Oh, I guess I don't know, but is KC the favorite? I'll tell you right now, I had it pulled up right here, right before we went live. Because I was actually <laughs> going to determine that before I. Because I actually, I, I mean, to honestly, I would a think side bets, but I would think people are going to say. So the money Kansas line City. is plus one point five, Kansas City plus one and a half. So the Eagles are the favorite. Wow, Thank I mean, you, which Mike. doesn't surprise <laughs> me, but I still with KC going in, they've already won one here, wherever recently in the last few years. I, I mean that's yeah that's a tough one but um but I will say though the Eagles do have they do look a lot better I mean they kind of kind of beat up on the Niners they kind of uh beat up on the team who who they played before that um the Giants the Giants yeah so they beat up on the two teams already and KC in my eyes barely got through the uh, Bengals and the really I really believe the Bengals should have won that game so um. I think it was a lot to do with Burrow throwing that interception and then a couple bad calls and stuff like that. But yeah, so I, yeah, I think the Eagles are going to be a really, really big favorite. I think they're going to probably win unless Mahomes has one of those games that Mahomes snaps, can't have. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing is experience too. You know, yep, that's that's not- why I was thinking that the KC would honestly almost be favorite because of the experience that they do have. And then with the Eagles coming with Hurts and kind of a team that just didn't play well last year and stuff. So, well, you weren't here last week, Josh, and I did mention to Scotty that when we did our uh, middle of the season bets of you know you said Tom Brady would be in Super Bowl, yeah, I, yeah. I won that bet because I'm the closest. I did say Eagles were going to mm. be in the Super Bowl. 
Oh, you I mean, did. I wish, yeah. I, I wish did. the Bills would have done their part, but they didn't. <laughs> didn't you say the Bills were going to win, though, too? I did say the Bills yeah. were going to win. However, okay. Eagles are in the Super Bowl, and I said that. So, All right. yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but uh, what do you guys think about the Super Bowl MVP? Who do you guys think will he'll take that? Early predictions. Whatever I, quarter, was, whatever team yeah, wins yeah. quarterback is going to be either. Mahomes I'm assuming. Or oh, you think it's a quarterback either way? Yeah, I yeah. Think so I mean, unless something happens and they both play very bad, and like what, like a running back goes off or a defensive player has a couple interceptions or sacks, something like that. But I mean, yeah, nine chances out of ten every single time that anybody's going to win, it's going to be a quarterback usually. But it was still a good game for sure. Bills didn't look the same after Von Miller injury and Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem is injuries kind of riddled them a little bit. And Chargers suffered them too. Like everyone says Justin Herbert didn't have as good a year. Well, all his weapons were hurt. <laughs> what are you going to yep. do? Yep. <laughs> you know, Travis Kelsey MVP, Kansas City wins unless we touchdown. Now, if Travis Kelsey wins, I'll put a bet on that because the odds are plus a thousand. So yeah. that'd be a nice little side wager of Travis Kelsey winning. Yeah. I'm so, assuming what? Yeah. I'm assuming Hurts and Mahomes are leading the MVP. Oh yeah, uh, the, the, the that's like plus one twenty five, plus one twenty five, yeah, exactly. and uh, minus yeah. one thirty. So, yeah. uh, by the way, anyone that's listening, we have six people watching. If you're not subscribed already, uh, we are live on YouTube and Facebook <laughs> and Twitter. Uh, so make sure you drop a subscribe, uh, leave some love in the comments too that you're watching, um, and all that good stuff. So, Scotty, I know you want to talk about players to collect next year. So I think this will be a fun little topic to talk about. Yeah. So with um with the end of the the football season going on. Uh, there's just there's a couple guys that if if I was collecting football, there's a couple guys I would look at, and one of them is is really going to probably surprise some people because of the year that he just had. But he, I think he's going into a better situation than what he was last year, and there was a lot of hype around him. So uh, Russell Wilson is a guy I would actually be looking at buying. Um, I think he's going to have a bounce back year. You know, now Sean Payton is the coach over there. And, and let's be real, when was the last time, you know, Sean Payton had a bad year? Like, yeah, he had Drew Brees. You know, he he, he had Drew Brees as his quarterback, but he's a good coach. You know, yeah. there's a reason, you know, Denver wasn't afraid to give up draft picks for him. I think he I think he can turn this thing around. He's really good with quarterbacks. Uh, he's, he's a great offensive-minded coach. I just don't think Hassett was a very good fit over there in Denver. And yeah. I, I think it and I think it showed, you know, Russell Wilson definitely had an off year. Now, surprisingly, did you guys know he was actually 13th in passing yards? Really? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. 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 So it was just, just get the ball in the he, end zone. Yeah, that was the problem. That was, that was the problem. Yeah. And 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 I don't know if that has to do with um Wilson's decision making or anything like that. And another thing is a lot of times a, a guy will go to a new team and he'll struggle for a while. Yeah, it, it happens. You know, it's it. Russell Wilson's been, you know, his first nine years over there in Seattle. Same system, same coach, same atmosphere. Yep. You know, you move along, and and who knows? Maybe the pressure got to him a little bit. I don't know, but I think Russell Wilson and and you can get his cards for like next to nothing right now. Yep. So to me, it's it's not a bad investment because if he does hurt, Russell Wilson is. At the end of his career, he is going to be a Hall of Famer. I, oh, I, have, yeah. I have no, yeah. I have no, I have no doubts about that. It's just he had the bad year. So if he can get his stuff for low right now, and he ends up doing really well, which I think he's going to, I think he's going to turn around. He'll, he, I think he could have another, 
you know, 4,000 yard season, uh, maybe like 25, 30 touchdowns. And I think he's going to bring his picks back down because, you know, yeah. he, he, it, double digit picks is not Russell Wilson like, you know, and there's also a lot of injuries uh, to that team. Another guy I'm collecting from that team that I would suggest collecting right now too is Javante Williams, the running back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's <laughs> I another guy. Yep. Yep. I think that's another guy I would look to buying right now. I think he's going to come back um, ready to go next year. Uh, and staying with um, running backs, Brees Hall. He was I just think, starting. I just to, of him. He was just starting to take off. Yep. You know, be, before he got hurt. And depending on what the Jets quarterback situation is, you know, whether they end up going after Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I could see Jimmy Garoppolo going over there since he he is he does have ties to Robert Sala. And I, I think no matter what, the Jets are going to have a better quarterback situation than what they did last year, which is going to open up the run game, which is going to open it up for, for Brees Hall. And I think, he, I think he comes out, probably has like a – as long as he's ready, fully ready and fully recovered, if, if everything's ready to go by week one, I could see him having a 12, 1,300 – Yard season uh, on the ground. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I just want another how, guy. Another, oh, I, I just wonder how James Robinson is going to affect him with him being up nah, there now. nothing. You no, because think? he he no because he James Robinson came in and and didn't do anything even after after Hall got hurt. Remember, because they traded for for James Robinson after Hall got hurt, and yeah, James Robinson, hurt, yeah. yeah, and 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 he didn't even look good himself. Um, it, it's just. Uh, James Robinson, I wouldn't even look at as a threat. You know, maybe maybe he might yeah. be like a guy that'll occasionally you know spell him. But they also got Michael yeah. Carter you know, over yeah, there. So. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he so, had a decent season this year. Yeah, so I think I think Brees Hall would be the guy that I would I would buy over there. Um, another guy is T Higgins. You know, speaking about mm -hmm. you know, yeah, so. T. Higgins is I, – I don't think he's going to stay with Cincinnati, and he's going to sign a nice contract somewhere, and he's going to be the number one option. You know, he's not going to be in, in Jamar Chase's shadow. So he's a guy I would I would maybe look and buy right now. Um, another wide receiver is Chris Olave. They just need yep. – he just needs – he just needs himself a quarterback that can get him the ball. He had a, he had a few really good weeks towards like the middle of the season then he kind of fell off but i don't think it was as much him as it was the quarterback play was just garbage yeah yeah you know so he's another guy so and now here here's 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 the good stuff okay so speaking about you know trey lance so trey lance right now i would buy and then i would sell him because i don't yeah. think he's gonna stay i i i so i'll sell him definitely at the beginning of the season yeah, I would even try. The hype's going to come back on him, like what you said. You immediately yep. sold some Lance for Purdy got hurt, right? Yeah. Yep. So everyone's going to go right back on Trey Lance, <coughs> um, little bandwagon, and I just well, Brock just Purdy's not going to be in his way either. I mean, Brock Purdy's out next year. Tommy John surgery. They end up getting Tommy John. Yeah, that's what I read that he was getting Tommy John surgery, and that was for sure. Oh, so, so Trey then, Lance will be in and, all year then. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no competition at that point for for Trey Lance is gonna Brock Purdy won't be there. Okay, I didn't even see that update. I didn't even see that Brock Purdy was gonna get Tommy John. I know. It yeah, was he he tore his UCL. Said. Yeah, because I know they had said that he was gonna have surgery and he was only gonna be out six months. That was 
the last report that I read and that he that they were going to battle it out in training camp. In fact, I had just I had just read that earlier today. If if let's just say Purdy doesn't have Tommy John, the only thing that's going to be holding Brock Purdy back is going to be his arm strength as he recovers. So yeah. I don't think I don't think come week one he he'll be ready. I don't think his arm strength would be there. So and I think the other thing too is that the Niners were smart. They they're going to need to make a decision. They can't keep both these guys in the building. It's got to be one or the other. You got to let yeah. whoever they're going to have, they got to hand the keys to one of these guys and they're going to have yep. to get rid of the other one. It's just yep. that simple. So if I was the Niners, after seeing what I have already in Brock Purdy, I would give Trey Lance the first four weeks of the season. Okay. Let's yep. see what we have in Lance. Okay. Cause you do. And then on top of that, everyone already knows what they have with Brock Purdy. And then now you need to show people what you have in Lance. That way, if they go to trade Lance, um, people have tape on them. There's people trade know what's value. Going on. Yeah. yeah. So th that's something they need to do. So if the Niners are smart, they're going to need to let Trey Lance play for a while, at least a good yeah. month. And and if Trey Lance ends up playing like the guy that they thought he was and, and that they drafted, then I could see them actually move Rock Purdy. Yeah. If if yeah, just because of yeah, it just because yeah. of initial investment. Yeah, I was just gonna say just because an initial investment is the only reason I think they would make that decision. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I mean all those are actually all very good ones. I think right now, because I'm on I don't obviously buy to collect as much as I sell. So I think as a seller's mindset for me, I'm right now pushing hard on two quarterbacks. Kyle Trask. Because right now he's the only QB in uh, Tampa Bay. I don't know if they're going to pick someone up in the draft. I don't know if they're going to make a trade. What they're going to do. But right now I'm selling him um, as much as I can. Just to, but I, and I could be wrong there because he he could come in next year and have a great season. And I might have sold him way too low. But I'm trying to get a, a decent amount of his stuff gone because this is the time that you're probably going to sell it to get rid of it if they do bring someone in because he's probably not going to get that chance. Um, also Jordan Love. I, I've sold a couple of good cards of his already. Um, I don't know if he's the answer in Green Bay, so we're going to find out. But I do think right now at this point they're going to go with him um, unless they do a trade or something like that to bring someone big in. But uh, with Aaron Rodgers leaving there, that leads up kind of the set. Rodgers had when Favre left, and I don't know if Love can like be that player, but I do know that people are going to buy him crazy right now going into the next season. And then um, Garoppolo, I love Garoppolo. I don't, I don't, I don't think Garoppolo is going to be a, like a great one. But if you look at what he's done since he got to the Niners, he took him to the Super Bowl. Did he take him to the AFC Championship game and lost lost one year? I think yes. he did. Not, okay, so so he took him to the Super Bowl, took him to an AFC Championship game, and then he got hurt one or two years. Like he's been hurt, so. He just hasn't had really the time to prove what he can do over time. So I think buying Garoppolo right now is a pretty big – because you're going to probably get him pretty low, I think. Um, so I think buying Garoppolo is pretty big. Uh, Mike says Sam from Carolina. Sam Howell is who he's yeah. talking about. Yeah, that, Carolina yeah, is going to need a quarterback. Yeah, with uh, Baker out of there now too. Uh, I think, honestly, I think there's a lot of good young guys right now. I, mean, I think Desmond Ritter in Atlanta – I mean, I know he didn't put up numbers at the end of the year when he was playing, but I think if he if they can 
for uh for him into a good QB, he could be a big one. Malik Willis in Tennessee, he didn't get a lot of opportunities. Um, I don't know how, how much longer Ryan Tannehill has. Uh, he could be good. Kenny Pickett, he had a okay year. I'm not even a Pittsburgh fan, I'll, but I'll admit that he had an okay year. Uh, Pittsburgh loves him, and he's gonna get a, a chance. And they had a good end of the year last year. The last seven games or so, they played really well. Um, so he's a good one to buy right now. So there's a lot of young QBs right now, and I believe the next draft class is going to be pretty big. So, yeah, I'm not a fan of any of the quarterbacks last year that were that were drafted. No, I, I just yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan. I of think Kenny Pickett's. I think Kenny Pickett's the only one now that has any promise really that yeah. has proved anything yet so far. And you know, and another guy that no one's talked about out there, and I I don't even think I've even seen any of any of his cards. So is is Al Jair, the running back? Yeah. For the he he came on super strong at the end of the year. Now I don't know if he's going to retain the starting job or anything like that. But he's maybe another guy just to kind of maybe I don't think he'll ever be like a, a big stud. But if yeah, I think that'll ran, be hard there. Just yeah. But if he runs like that for a full year, he would be. Uh, like a top twelve running back, yeah. As far as yeah, stats Pat- go. Patterson, he's in Atlanta, right? Yeah, Cordell Patterson, but he's like thirty. He's gonna be he's getting, thirty-two. Yeah, as I say, he's getting old, so he's and he's more just passing. So, so yeah, I think I think that that's a good opportunity there, depending on who they pick up in the draft and stuff. But that's a good opportunity there to pick him up too. Yeah, and and here's another strategy that a lot of guys um, they don't talk about too much. Um, look for guys that are going into their contract year. And what yeah, I mean by yep. that is 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 their last year if they're on their last year of the contract. A couple players um, that that come to mind that had really good years that haven't. Josh Jacobs is the first guy that comes to mind. All right, mm-hmm. he hasn't really been that great in Vegas, and then all of a sudden this year, he what he I think he ended up leading the NFL in rushing, didn't he? He was one or two, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he was real close. He had a couple of games there where he was hurt, so I don't know if that hurt him or not. But I, I'm pretty sure he was yeah. Yeah, either leading or uh, real close to it. Daniel Jones came out of nowhere. He had a career year, obviously, yep. and he's he. And then uh, Saquon Barkley is another guy that all of a sudden stayed healthy, had another. Now he, he now that what Saquon did this year is what we've always been expecting Saquon to do. You know, ever since he came out of college and, he, you know, his rookie year, he tore it up. Then he had a couple of years where he was injured, but now he's going to be signing a new contract. So to me, uh, just look at guys that are going to be on their contract years and pick them up over the offseason because they're going to be looking to be playing for a big contract and that could really yep. pick up. And then once they sign that contract, that's when I would sell their card. You yeah, know, there, yeah. there's a lot of times. How many how many times have you seen? Okay, Daniel Jones, I'll use him as a great example. His whole career, he hasn't been very good. Mm-mm. You know, he hasn't been. And in this last year, contract year, does great. He 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 takes him um, you know, to the second round of uh of the playoffs. You know, they they beat the Vikings that first round. You would not expect that out of Daniel Jones, but he's playing for a contract. Yep. Now, after he signs his contract. Does he stay playing good or does yep, he go right. back to being kind of, you know, ass, I guess you could say, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So, no, yeah, I think, I think it just depends on the team. I think, I think with Daniel Jones, it's hard to tell with Daniel Jones because yeah, one was he playing because it was a contract year. Was he playing that good or was he playing? Because I do believe the giants finally got 
good enough team around him that did help him and Barkley stayed healthy all year long, which he hasn't really done. I don't think his whole career yet. So that, that probably helped a little bit. So yeah, that's going to be a hard one to guess on if, yeah, did Daniel Jones do that? Was it a fluke thing or is it maybe the becoming of uh, Daniel Jones that he might be maybe some, somewhat the real deal there in in, uh, New York? Yeah. Well, I mean, he was drafted in the first round What he was, I think pick number eight, Overall, he was the one quarterback that people were like throwing their hands up. I remember yeah. watching uh, watching reactions of uh, Giants fans to Daniel Jones being selected, and they're just like, "What?" Yeah. So, yeah. But Mike says, uh, "Does it depend on Saquon staying healthy too?" Yeah. Yeah. Very much. Yeah, he was a Saquon. big part of that this year. He he snapped this year. Saquon. It, it would really depend on him being healthy for sure. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, I think that helps so. tremendously. The two players I like, um, I like Aiden Hutchinson. I, I want to mm. collect some of him. I like him, and I like Drake London yeah. from Atlanta. Drake London had a pretty good uh, oh, he first a, year. He had a really good year. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I was pulling up some of his stats. He had, um, let's see, his longest was forty year. He averaged twelve yards uh, a, a reception, and he had eight hundred sixty six yards and seventy two receptions, four touchdowns. So that's not a bad first yeah. year, and I think that he could who get is, better. Who was his quarterback for the beginning of the year? That's a rare to come in until the end. He came in at the oh, end, yeah. Shoot, why can I not? Now I cannot remember. Um, he, I don't know why oh it's so far off. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's no, it was no one special. It was, it's a guy that's been bouncing around. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know why I can't gosh, think why, of that. Why, I can't think of it. But, yeah, he yeah, didn't have any one You have to look it up now, Lucky, because it's going to bother me. <laughs> I'm doing, I got two laptops right now, so there I feel go. like I'm in the uh, what do you think? Right uh, what do you guys think of Geno Smith? What's going to happen there? He's a free agent, right? Yeah, I think. Well, okay, so Seattle does have the number five pick. Logan Wood- Woodside? No. Nah, Logan Woodside? No. Nah, he's no, the, no. He, it was him and Desmond Ritter, it says. No, no. It's, it, there had to be I, I cannot else. believe. Marcus Mariota. Believe. Yeah, there, there you go, Mariota. Marcus Mariota. Yeah, yeah, uh, perfect. Yeah. Yep. But, so. um, uh, what were you just asking right now again? Uh, Gino Smith. <laughs> Gino Smith. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, Gino Smith. Uh, yeah. Okay. So with Gino Smith, I don't know. It's going to depend on what Seattle wants to do because you know Seattle started the most rookies out of any team in the NFL this year, and they still yeah. made the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and now they also have the number five pick that they got in the trade for Russell Wilson. So they are actually in position to either a maybe draft a quarterback. They can maybe sign. Find Jalen Smith to a one-year deal. Have him sit behind Smith, and in the following year, that the like that quarterback take take over. Or they could even, I they they're probably going to end up drafting. This is what I actually think. I think they sign Jalen Smith maybe to a couple couple year deal, and maybe they yeah. draft a quarterback like in the second, maybe third round. Or they go ahead and they do draft a quarterback at the number five pick. Or they even trade that draft pick and even get draft picks. Uh, later on down the line, yeah. there's a lot of teams. There, there's some pretty decent quarterbacks coming out in this draft, and there's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. I, yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting one to watch throughout the year, because um, he played so well, Gino. But like, can you trust him though? And that's what's hard because he only has one year really to of like tape basically to say what he did for a whole year in the season. Um, that's just last year, so you don't know if it was a fluke or not, and do they take the risk and 
don't go after a QB in the draft or at least one in the first couple rounds? Um, or do they not trade for what like, trade for a good QB? So yeah, that's gonna be a tough decision on Seattle. I don't know what their fan base is really hoping for, but yeah, it's gonna be a tough one. A couple of names I'm kind of curious about in free agency. Uh, one I don't expect to go anywhere. One could go somewhere. Uh, I'll go with the one I think could go somewhere. What about Josh Jacobs? He might try to test the market now that Derek Carr's he, gone too. He has Depends. said that he wants to stay. He said he wants to stay. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, th- has- I think Rodgers, if Rodgers season plays in the NFL, I think there's a chance he goes to Oakland. You think he'll go to Oakland? He already said he's not going to the 49ers. Yeah, I think that if he stays, I don't know if he's going to retire or not, but if he stays and plays, I think there's a chance because him and Devontae, Devontae wants him to come there. And then I I, I think if Josh Jacobs is the type of player that wants to win, I think he would probably stay because they know they have a good QB coming in to to, uh, take over. Um, So, yeah, I I don't know what will happen there, but – I don't know what's going to happen with Derek Carr either. I don't know where he's going to go. I'm sure. I mean, someone's going to – obviously, he's going to go somewhere. He's not a bad QB. Um, it might be the system more than anything, but he's definitely going to go somewhere too. I just don't know where we're at yet. Well, and, and the free agent that I said I don't think is going to go anywhere, Lamar Jackson. I don't think that Baltimore is going to even let him touch the market. They're going to snag the, him up. Yeah, I would say they're – unless they're going to trade. They're, they're dumb if they do that. I mean – well, you got to understand too. There, the one big thing that in this um, whole free agent thing about where quarterbacks are going to go, the Bears have the number one pick, and we don't really need yeah. a quarterback. I have faith in Fields. I would like to keep Fields. So, where <coughs> would they trade that pick? Who really needs that number one pick right now? Because you have free agents, and you have. Yeah, I said it last week. I'd like Michael Pittman to go to Chicago. Trade Michael Pittman and some picks. You know, trade back. What do they have? The sixth pick. Bears get the sixth or, pick and Michael Pittman. Have, I think that'd be a good good thing for them. Yeah, they have pick. Yeah, the the Colts have pick four, but I don't think they're going to give the Bears pick four and Michael Pittman. I, I don't see that happening. It, it's nah. going to end up. It's just going to end up being. It'll just be like how it normally is. It'll just be draft picks only. They, I don't know. If, I don't if know I, if the Bears have that much confidence in Fields. They should. I mean, he he's a great quarterback. I think he just don't have the weapons around. Him. I, mean, I think yeah, I think he's very good. I just don't know is he. He don't have an offensive line. So yeah. what did he do last year? He ran more than like the Tampa Bay I think, Buccaneers. I think whole Jared running has the team. Jared has the best take there. Bears Bears will uh, we, waste whatever we, pick they have. Yeah. <laughs> so. Usually, usually we do. And, However, and we have new management trade, in place. Yeah, if they trade, it'll probably be a bad trade anyway. So we, we have new management in place. Um, I don't know. I think that they're going to – if they take the number one pick and they draft like a defensive player, I'm going to oh. just bash my head against the wall because you you keep working on defense and defense, but what are you going to do for fields? You you need offense to score. You can't just defend all the time. You have to score yep. some points, and yep. fields can't run 90 yards a game to do that, yep. you know, 90 to 100 yards a game. And, so. and this is just – I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's just a league that you – you have whatever good defense you want to have. You still got to put up twenty some points a game to win. Yeah, I mean, just the way just the way it goes. I mean, um, look at the Broncos. They had one of the best defenses in the league, and it, it shows that if and I think I saw a stat towards the end of the season that if the Broncos would have scored just like I think it was eighteen to nineteen points or more a game in the games that they lost, they would have been like only they would only had two uh, two losses all season. 
I mean, that's just crazy that's that crazy, yeah. all they would have to do is get a couple more touchdowns in each game, and they would have won every game because their defense kept every team under, like, 20 points. Yeah. So that shows right there that it's not about, like, the defense. I, I get it. Yeah, you want to have a good defense, but you need a quarterback that can go up and down the field and score at any time. And that's why you see teams like Philadelphia and Kansas City and Buffalo and the Bengals that have all these four great quarterbacks and they're in the playoffs all the time and they're they're scoring a ton of points. Did we talk about that too already? We were talking about Saquon, but he's a free agent. I didn't know that. Uh, I yeah, that's mentioned that, and I missed you. Yeah, yeah. that's why I was saying on the list with Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and Josh Jacobs are three guys that were on where oh, they were yeah. in contract years and and they went crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like when you're looking at players to buy in the offseason, look who's going to be on a contract year. Yeah, you know, uh, that's that's those guys. So Mike wants, uh, where does Jimmy G go? I think Houston are the Jets. I don't think Houston. Um, I don't think he's going to go. I don't think Garoppolo, who's a he's going to want to win. He's going to do it in Houston. Yeah, yeah. no, no I, I think I could see the Jets, and I know we were talking about Trask, but I could see him going to Tampa Bay as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but here's here's my problem. If I'm a GM, I look at Garoppolo's injury history, yeah, and that's that's going to scare me a little bit because he's had only one year where he played the where he played the whole year. Yep. Actually, I don't. I did he the 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 year that they went to the Super Bowl, I think I think that was the only year he he played all year, where he he didn't miss any time. Otherwise, he's missed significant time. Yep. You know his his second year, what he tore his ACL this last year. You know, you know, fractures his foot. Uh, he's just always banged up. Just always, yeah, it's yeah. like he he gets sacked once and he's out for three weeks. Yeah, I, I if if I got a young good team. And, and I'm looking to compete. Garoppolo is really hard for me to 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 buy on. He, he really is. I would have to put something into a contract that he's got to play either a certain amount of snaps or like a percentage of the team's offensive snaps for him to get fully paid. Yeah, there's uh, Jared. Yeah, the Bears line finished tenth. Uh, which actually is not that bad. Uh, they need wide receiver and tight end. Although I do agree on the wide receiver. Tight end, though, I like Cole Komet. I don't know if he's going to stay, but I do like Cole Komet. I think he's going to be a good option there at tight end um, if they can get him going. But, uh, but yeah, they definitely. that's the thing with the Bears. They, they definitely need receivers, and they need him back. And the problem is that there's no good wide receivers coming out the free agency. T, T. Higgins T. right Higgins, now is really yeah. the – T. Higgins is really the only guy that, that is going to be like – a true number one wide receiver that you can get yep. so if i'm chicago do i throw a bunch of money at t higgins do i try to draft a couple of wide receivers and hope i hit uh regardless the bears offense is still not this year but maybe the following year that's when maybe they might start hitting the stride because isn't david montgomery he's a free agent as well correct yeah but i mean that's the thing is i've been watching the game so like the bears o-line isn't as terrible as I make them out to be, but they're not great. I mean, David yeah. Montgomery couldn't do what David Montgomery is capable of. And I did misspeak in my head. I, I was trying to say wide receiver because um, we do need wide receiver help. That's why I said, if we trade the number one pick, you got to get something on the offense. Like I get, mm-hmm. you know, you need defense, but I mean, we just can't do that in the first round. You need someone solid, uh, a good weapon for fields to be good. That's I'd love T Higgins to come here or, like I said, I like Michael Pittman a lot in the Colts. I think that'd be a good package, something up to get him. 
you have a number one pick that's very valuable. And the mm-hmm. Colts, they haven't had a good quarterback in how long? I mean, Matt Ryan wasn't really good for them. So, I mean, they need a quarterback. And I think they would do anything to get that number one pick to do that. So, Yeah, look at So, Mike is saying Calvin Ridley comes back next year from for Jacksonville. They could trade a wide receiver to Chicago. The only thing about that, Mike, is I don't they know. They have Trevor I Lawrence. Would... Yeah, is I Jacksonville right now, if Calvin Ridley comes back and, and, and plays like he had before he got suspended, I I wouldn't trade any of those wide receivers. I know um I th- who is it? Uh, DJ Chark, I think. Um no, he ended up playing. No, Chark is in Detroit, I think. He's in Detroit, huh? Yeah, no, yeah. he came from he came no, from Marvin, there I is, think it's uh Marvin Jones. And there's someone that's a free agent from Jacksonville. One of those wide receivers is, but I don't yeah. think it's a big deal because they're they're gonna have they're gonna have uh Ridley here back. So uh that offense could be pretty good over there in Jacksonville. Is is oh, yeah. Ridley I mean, yeah, they were was. they were good this year already with yeah, having a, that uh Ridley out. So I mean, yeah, they're gonna be that much better when he comes back. So and I really like Trevor Lawrence there. He's gonna. Oh. I mean, he has a couple more weapons. Do he's him and uh, him and Etn are going to be a good yep. uh, good pair for years to come, for sure. As long as they stay so. healthy and they stay together, I think. Yeah, I think both of them two together. And then and then Jacksonville. Don't get me wrong; they have good receivers, but they don't have a true number one receiver, no. like a go go up and grab it type receiver, um, like Jamar Chase or someone like that. So they'll probably look at the draft, maybe maybe not this year, but here in the next couple of years. They'll look to get someone that's going to be that go-to guy, and if they get that go-to guy paired up with uh, Trevor and Etn, yeah, that's going to be a, a pretty hard team there to beat on offense side. Well, that's what we need in, in Chicago. We need a yeah. true number one because I mean, yeah, Darnell Mooney and you know uh, Chase, Chase Claypool. Claypool. Yeah, yeah, they're they're good, but I mean, yeah. Fields needs someone he could just bomb it to. That's going to go up and get it, and yeah. we don't have that. We really need something like, and I think that would help the Bears. I mean. And it would help us in the division too. I mean, if Rodgers don't come back and they get a couple of good pieces in place, I mean, we could be contending with the Vikings there. You know, just, yep. we don't have the right pieces in place. I like Fields. I, I have confidence in him though. So, I actually think Detroit wins that division next year. You think so? Dude, they had the a good finished, year. Look, at, I'm, I'm going to tell you this: the way that they finished the season, <coughs> I I was I was like, man, I would not want to play Detroit right now. Going yeah. into that first round of the playoffs, uh, yep. they, yeah, they're they're young. They they finally started to hit stride, and yeah, they're going to do things. Hey, another thing I I forgot to mention to you guys, you know, talk, since we were on the football train, did you know that the Eagles have three first round picks? Dude, uh, I don't. Oh, where where man, did they get those from? I cannot. I I didn't look into where they got it, but I was kind of reading up on the draft, and I didn't realize that. Yeah, they have three. That's crazy. First round picks. Yeah, I'm thinking that they, yeah, they, they they got AJ Brown last season off season, and they still have three first round picks going into this season. Yep, that's nuts. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, I mean they they could end up really loading up on some first round talent and just yeah. But and, and you know the one thing is that though they're pretty solid everywhere. I was just going to say, sometimes you get too good that – no, but that now you're looking more at, like, O-line, D-line, defensive back, stuff like that. They can start oh, they don't need – Yeah. The D-line, they're they're fine. I didn't look into what a free agency looks like or their yeah. salary cap. I just thought it was interesting that they had three first-round picks with as good of a team as they are. 
So Mike says, after Brady retiring, what do you uh, what do you have as the favorites to win that division now? No one be great this year. It could be Atlanta. Man, I don't know. I think. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't think any of those teams are going to be good. I mean, Tampa Bay still has the best roster on paper, but yeah, it's going to depend. Who they bring in. Yeah, it's going to depend on that quarterback situation. If they roll with Trask and he ends up being pretty decent, because I, I don't know. Have you guys? I. I I don't even know how good Trask Trask is. I I don't yeah I have no clue I, other than he hasn't had a chance to do anything so that's that's yeah, why I mean, you I'm don't a, really bring him in for Brady like yeah <laughs> that's why I'm at a point right now with card wise I'm probably just trying to sell him as much as I can because I don't know how he's gonna like end up doing it I don't want to be held holding the bag on Kyle Trask when I have no clue how he's gonna play so um, there was a guy yeah, that think, came in go ahead. I just, I was just gonna say, I think in my eyes, depending on who Tampa Bay brings in at quarterback, if they do bring someone, they're the clear cut favorite right at this point. Um, but Atlanta, depending on what they do at the quarterback with Desmond Ritter or Mariota, and um, uh, Sam Howell, I don't know, I don't know if he's gonna be any good, but depending on what Carolina does there, and then also the same thing with uh, New Orleans. I don't know if Andy Dalton is the answer down there. Obviously, I don't think he is. So I no. think it's I think it's going to be depending on whatever <laughs> the four teams bring in the best quarterback. I think that's who's going to be winning the division. I think it's just that I think all four teams are pretty equal, and it just depends on what quarterback's going to be there in each position. Scotty, are you sure they have three picks? Uh, the Eagles, because I looked at the first round, I think they only got two. Unless they got rid of one, I just looked and and I counted okay. three. Because I see him so, at pick 30. Um, let's see. And then I don't see. I, they have picked 10. Um, I want to say so, there was somewhere around like 17 or 18. Unless they traded in the middle of the season. No, it, in, unless unless I read wrong. Unless yeah, I read I mean, wrong. That is dangerous, possible. though, that. They could, well, they even could win yeah, this. even two is gonna be dangerous. Yeah, the thing is, they could win the Super Bowl and have a top ten pick. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, gonna going, only add to it, you know. Yeah, and going back to Trask, I had a guy at the show uh, buy a stack of, of my Trask cards. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's did definitely... Brady retire before your show? No, he hadn't. He had not okay. retired yet. He had retired, but. Cheap, but... Yeah, you know, you know what um, was selling a lot. That man, the dollar cards. Everybody wanted to jump on the dollar card. Freaking! I'm the it's the flea market mindset. The got put those dollar cards out there. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Uh, and well, in card I mean, shows, flea markets, whatever it is, people they see dollar signs and they just see dollar cards because you put you put cards out there. I mean, you could easily get a decent card and flip it for three bucks. And just make make profit off it. So, yeah, I, I yeah. get the mind, that mindset now. Or if you get, or if you buy a bunch of trash cards for a dollar, and then you turn around and grade them, and he ends up starting. Yeah, prices are going to go yep. up. So it's a good way. It's a good way to make money. Yep, absolutely. Yep. There's a new grading company I kind of want to try. FCG. You heard of them? Forensic uh, card grading. I feel like I have heard of them. I haven't seen yeah. any of their and slabs yet, but I have heard. They, of them. They put like a small little report card on the bottom of the sticker on the top, like corners got nine point yeah. or whatever. And they're like super cheap. And they guarantee you like if you don't get your card from the time they receive it within 10 business days, then they refund you for the grading. 
Mm. So they're they're pretty good. They're up and coming. I kind of want to send a couple to them. That's what's uh, so hard right now. That's what's so hard right now with these grading companies is there's so many car co companies out there. Like I have, uh, I bought a huge lot of um, uh, slabs from Arena Club. Uh, it's basically it's a Derek Jeter owned company that they bought out TGT. I think it was. And what I love about these slabs is they're like a PSA slab. But they have on the back, they have the um, the subgrades, corners, edges, yeah. surface, and whatever. And I just think that's like such a cool addition that like PSA, how can you not get behind that and do that? Like, like that 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 makes so much more sense. If someone sees that there's a a nine, whatever, and it's everything's good except for like the surface, like that. I mean, it just gives you that little bit better of a. Uh, understanding of why that card came back the way it did. So I, I do have, I do like like the Arena Club or that one there. I think HGA does that. Maybe I can't remember if they do that or not on their slide. HGA does. Yeah, they do. They, they do. Okay, they, I thought yeah. they do. So yeah, I, I like if you can if, if you can find a place that subgrades. I think that's great. Um, and I just think down the road PSA event. I think eventually it's gonna get to a point down the road where it's not gonna matter anymore what what slab you have and who it is it's just gonna it like i think they're all gonna be kind of intertwined yeah yeah and and um, and the more uh you know companies that come out that's doing grading it the more competitiveness there's gonna be out there and and yep. if you got one company willing to do cards for twelve dollars and then you know your psa and you're doing yours at 19 well if this is a card i'm not wanting to sell it's just say it's something i just want to i'm going to pc and i want to just keep it into a slab i don't have to why am i going to pay psa what does it matter i don't care about the value of the card i just want to get yeah. it into a slab like, i'm gonna go with the cheaper <coughs> company you know yep. yeah and, and and you know mike has a good point worst part about psa is the turner on time so with yeah. that bulk order so the bulk order bulk order that me and mike were looking at sending cards in it's like a 65 day turnaround on average yep you know and and yep. and if you are a business person and like what you do josh where you are looking to sell if you don't send in your cards at the right time and get them back you might yep. look at a situation where ah oh, crap dude like yep. yeah i got this card back but the, now the value is that maybe you got hurt you know Yep. in yeah. between yeah. while you're waiting two months for it to get back and that's on average it could even take even longer so oh, yeah and me i don't even pr prefer psa i like the the smaller people that mm -hmm. actually care about the hobby the one i yep. mean psa is really a money grab if you think about it do they really care oh, about the yeah. hobby or do they care about you sending in 100 cards and making thousands of dollars on you you know i don't like ps i mean the logo is just kind of plain i get it they're more reputable but i mean hga they no extra charge they customize the logo to match the yeah. card and yeah, do sweet. all this cool stuff i mean the new one i just told you about fcg they 10 day turnaround or your money back to psa is never going to offer you that you know nah, nah. so when i'm yeah. looking at slabs and people go well it's not psa well who really cares yeah like, these people actually yeah. care about the hobby i'd rather go here well, the only people that really care is psa is usually the people that are trying to flip them and invest in it then flip it again because yeah. you know that's when you're gonna get your higher you're gonna get more money usually out of a psa slab than any other slab out there so that, that's yeah. really who really cares about that stuff you know another thing yeah. that bothers me a lot too about about grading and and i don't know why this happens like this but you know with with psa 
you have either you're going to get a 10 or you're going to get a nine. There's no in between. The one thing I do like about some of the other companies is that they do give you a nine and a half. So the one thing is the difference in this, in the selling price between a 10 and a nine is ridiculous. So uh, oh, yeah. I think I, I think I might've talked about this last week. I can't remember. <laughs> so there was uh, I had, I was comping uh, a Ronald Cunha card. I was looking at buying, right? Like I had a 10, and it was going for a hundred dollars, right? Yep. And now, that, and that, that's that's what it was comping at. I yep. turned around and looked at a nine. Guess how much the last nine site uh, sold for? Okay, a ten Probably, sold for a hundred. Yeah. Probably Guess 20, how much? Thirty dollars. Seventeen fifty. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It, and <laughs> that's I absolutely I, crazy. I I don't get it because it could be the smallest little thing is going to take it from a ten. You know what I mean? Nope. Yeah. It could be it could be like on the backside, it might have a very, very, very soft corner. Yep. Very yep. soft corner. Or are the centering maybe even on the backside is like uh a little bit more than like 55 45, right? Just like to yeah. where like you really have to look at the card to see why it didn't grade a 10. And to me, why should that drop the value down? I mean, what that drops the value down like what, like 85%? That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it these 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 cards are not always going to be perfect, and, and I, I've even seen some cards. I've looked at them, and they've graded a ten, and I've been like, this should not be a ten. You know, yeah, you can yep. see a little yep. bit off centering, but then there's some nines where I'm like, I don't get it. This should be a ten. Like, and looking at yep. the card, you can't find really flaw. There's no soft corners. The centering looks good. You know, and that's another thing. Like what what you said you know, about the whole, you know, some of these other guys are, are telling you what's wrong with it. Well, I mean, was there like a fingerprint on the, the surface that gave me a nine that maybe I missed cleaning the card before I send it in. And that's why you gave me a, you know, a nine, maybe the card's perfect other than that little fingerprint that I missed. And yep. you're going to tell me, yeah. and you're going to tell me that's the reason that a card should drop 85%. Yep. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah like, and look like at Jared. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, Jared has a good point right there. You know, nine is yep. basically this is a raw card to in, in today's market. So that's exactly what I'm doing. So like with my stuff, uh, the cards that I'm not going to send in, cards that I know for sure will not sell. You know, as as a ten, if I send them in, they won't grade that. I'll just sell them raw, and I'll look at what like a nine, nine and a half goes for, and that's what I'll try to sell them at. You know, yeah, but yeah, yep. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know who started this market as to how it goes like that the difference but a nine doesn't bother me if, if i'm a collector or even if i'm buying I, a nine doesn't bother me now if we start dropping below a nine then i know that there's like actual issues with the card yeah, yeah. but a nine and a ten can almost basically be the same exact card so yep. i could see yep. maybe like i could see maybe like 30 35 percent drop yeah but not not any not an 80 plus percent drop that's that's ridiculous yeah yeah and then again guys uh we got four people watching right now so i mean we are live uh this will post on tuesday on youtube and spotify and all that good stuff so drop a, a follow a subscribe leave a comment let us know you're here but uh what else do you guys got anything else i'm good for today i think next week i'll have some uh i'll have some prospects um since it's going to start being baseball and it'll be super bowl Next week, I think I'm gonna go ahead and just start diving into baseball and uh, start getting people uh, warmed up for baseball. 
Well, yep. keep in mind, so uh, sorry to cut you off, Josh, but next week, uh, a special announcement. We have a special guest. So these cards on TikTok, um, he's a yeah. partner with Divine Breaks. Uh, he's got that really awesome roulette game. He will be our special guest next week. So he's going to come on and we're going to have fun with him. I'll let him know we want to talk about some prospects and uh, kind of want to dig into his uh, roulette game and and question him about a lot of that. It's going to be a really fun episode. So uh, yeah, he will be, be really here cool. next week. Um, and then, yeah, what time What time next week? We see, but we're doing it on uh, Saturday, Mike. So next week, Saturday, uh, 7 o'clock, same time. Because um, whoever puts this together decided to schedule it on a Super Bowl Sunday. <coughs> who does that? Yeah. He's got to be I, some guy named Lucky or something. I, I don't I'll know say, why I'll, would do that. I'll say this. I think next week we should all have like a couple crazy uh, picks for the game since, it, since we're going on Saturday. Uh, we're going to be bets. live, obviously. So yeah, have a couple, a couple, have a couple uh, crazy prop bets for the game, whether it's like the flip of the coin or – the national anthem how long how long they sing it for whatever it is um yeah maybe we have like one or two all right how about this let's do a little competition this let's let's lucky pull some of the bets that vegas has some of the off the wall bets like is it like how long i think it's like how long is the national anthem gonna go i think they had the over and under just get some crazy stuff going and and let's let's do a little friendly friendly bet next week let's see who can get the most right okay i'm gonna like Get like ten of them, ten ten picks throughout the whole game, and yeah, we'll see who picks the most right out of the ten. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good with that. that. I'm oh, done like with that. that. And yeah, that's cool. Uh, and I'm gonna make those bets with free money. You know how I'm gonna do that? Because I schooled Scotty and all his friends in that fantasy, so I got about a hundred bucks I could play with for uh, some bets next week. So there um, you go. thanks for that, Scotty. Thank you for your donation. Remember, I told oh, you I'm like welcome. the I'm like the Thanos of. Um, fantasy sports i just collect all the rings well and... <laughs> that instead, i think next year i think next year we have a judgment 10 fantasy league so it's gonna be us three and we'll get like maybe we'll do like a 10 team league or uh, whatever it is and we'll get like seven lucky guests off the judgment 10 and we'll have a little uh, little fantasy league inside the judgment 10 podcast yeah, yeah i like that, that. And then whoever wins, if someone if someone beats us, then they can be a special guest on the podcast. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, no. You know what? Let's. Um. How about uh, if a guest wins us three, we'll go. Uh, we'll go thirds, like on some type of hobby box for them. I like. That. I like yeah. that. Yeah, we like up it a little bit. I like that a lot. Yep. Up that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be crazy. So. Yep. All right then, boys. Well, we will see you next week, Saturday, seven o'clock. Uh, special guest these cards from Divine Breaks. Uh, we'll be here and then um yeah make sure you subscribe and follow you can also be a monthly supporter the description box will be in the 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 link will be in the description box below so that you can you know we could bring you better content and uh whatever else you want to see so all right boys well it's a good show okay yeah. all right great all right, see you next later. week we'll see you next saturday right, see bye <laughs>